Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Snap back on third and forever. Prescott steps up and heaves it. Hilton down the left sideline. Oh, my gosh, he caught it at the 23-yard line. Holy cow. T.Y. Hilton. Wow. It is not fist pump time on the fan It is for me. Bobby, Bobby Belt, alongside myself, Sean Sharif. Happy holidays, everybody. We got Peyton and Ryan in the back. Choppy is off for the week. And what a magical way to start off your holiday with what they did against the Eagles on Saturday night on this radio station. We'll celebrate and party with Jerry Jones at 8.30 on your Home of America's team. Here's the other thing I loved about T.Y. Hilton. Not just that he was a factor, the way he was a factor, because this team all year long we've been talking about them needing the deep threat. We thought it was going to be Michael Gallup. Has not consistently been the case. I'm trying What's Gallup's longest catch, like, air yards of the season? I wonder what that is. If we can check it on the game log. And there is T.Y. Hilton with a special, special play that took a ton of skill. Third and 30, and he brings it in to help the Cowboys avoid maybe going down by more than seven. Uh, by the way, Michael Gallup's longest catch this year is 27 yards. Wow. So that wow. should uh, that should tell you. Uh, but yeah, T.Y. Hilton, look, there's nobody else on the roster really who can do what T.Y. Hilton did. Like, like there's nobody with that burner speed who can just run behind the corner, get behind the safety help. There's nobody who can do that on this roster except T.Y. Hilton. And he made a couple plays speed. against Darius Slay too. Yeah, absolutely. He he drew the uh, the illegal contact or the defense folding, whichever one it was. I can't remember. But he, he drew that illegal contact, um, picked up the first down on fourth and eight there, which I was stunned, by the way, that they went for that. I, I was absolutely floored that they went for that. But T.Y. Hilton drawing that penalty, then the big catch, the concentration, not just the speed and the ability to get behind the secondary, but the concentration to finish that catch that's something that they've they've missed. They they haven't had a lot of that outside of CD Lamb. Cowboys on that drive. All right. This uh ended with CD with the 36-yard touchdown to put them up 14-10. They overcame second and 20. I'm sorry, this is a different drive, I believe. So the point I'm about to make is totally irrelevant. <laughs> uh so I'm gonna just go ahead and erase that from the record. Wow. Dump that. Uh but <laughs> 
the fourth and eight was scary. I, I was petrified as well. The fourth and eight, the fourth and one they went for on their own 35. Uh, that was that was scary, which you, I don't know if you saw it. You know, the Cowboys, they stole that play on fourth and one. That play they ran on fourth and one, the pitch to Zeke, it is the exact same play design that Jacksonville hit them with on fourth down with Travis Etienne the week before. Really? Same exact situation. Lawrence in the gun, walks up behind the huddle, motions the tight end to the side, and pitches to the right. It's the same exact play, and that's what the good coordinators do. They steal. And now the injury bug is hitting filthy. The Cowboys got hit by the wave. We obviously have Jalen Hurts. We have Lane Johnson, injury news, Jordan Davis, Maddox, Gardner Johnson. They've been lit up here as of late. Yeah, which is interesting because they came into this game, and I think, you know, Brian and I had talked about this, that they came into it pretty healthy other than, you know, Chauncey Gardner Johnson, who's got a kidney laceration. Uh, In fact, Nick Sirianni said it's really tough for them to figure out when he'll be back because it's hard to just check on him since they need CT scans to be able to check on it. And so, uh, but he had been out for a while. We obviously knew about Hurts, but outside of that, everybody came into this going, oh, Philly's really healthy. They're, they're looking really good. And then they come out of this and they got banged up. They had three or four different times guys went down, needed help off. And Avante Maddox, he was wrecking that game before he went out. And Lane Johnson hasn't allowed a sack since, I think, uh, week 15 of last year or something. Oh, oh. And so, Avante I mean, that- Maddox with the toe injury. And yep. that was on a play in which he stopped Dak for a loss. Uh, he's out indefinitely. Gardner Johnson eligible to come off IR, possibility to play in the slot, and Lane Johnson's not going to play again, not expected to play again this regular season with the torn tendon in the abdominal area. Yeah, that uh, that that play where Avante Maddox got hurt, that was, I believe, the, what are you doing, play call from Kellen Moore. The the toss it to Turpin, throw it back to Dak, and you're gonna try and hit Michael Gallup. Basically the play that they that the Chargers scored on with Keenan Allen last night. <laughs> it was that play that actually worked over there. But I wonder if that's some of what, by the way, Brad was hinting at. What was that? When, when hey, he said, look, you're gonna see them do some weird stuff probably, but they're trying to win. Experimental like, time the next two weeks. Okay, what does that mean? Was Who's, secondary combinations and routes. Who's gonna be playing? Who's gonna be sitting? What, what are what are you referencing here, Brad? Because you remember it was Brad who was the first one to go, maybe you play Tyron Smith at right tackle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he knows something. He knows something. All right, Peyton with the forward thinking of spying on filthy radio. Take us through it. Well, you know, it's always a good day to spot on Filthy Radio. It's better when the Cowboys are in front in the division and stuff, and it just it just sucks the life out of the Eagles fans and stuff. And yeah, I didn't there. hear anything from the Burger King. I didn't I didn't get any text from no, they're Howard real quiet Eskin. now, aren't they? Yeah, very interesting. But yeah, here's uh, how they started the Angela Cataldi in the morning show in Philadelphia. They talk about the third and thirty, and well, this uh, this loss to the Cowboys absolutely ruined their holiday. Bah humbug. Oh, what happened? Bah humbug. Uh, I, I wanted to start the show and set the proper tone Yeah, right at the beginning. We are between holidays, between Christmas and New Year's. Yeah. And I can only speak for myself, although I have a feeling based on <laughs> a lot of emails I received over the past three days, that our holiday was ruined on Christmas Eve with a horrific loss by the Philadelphia Eagles to the most dreaded of opponents, mm-hmm. the Dallas Cowboys. Yes. I did not enjoy a single moment of the entire 
holiday season <laughs> once that game happened. <laughs> now, am I alone, Rhea? I won't go to Al because Al's already philosophical. I've listened to him before. Oh, this is good. Oh, with Sunday, everything will be fine. I don't look no, at... I I'm don't. not a philosopher. I'm not either. I am not a philosopher. You and I, I exchange Rhea, text messages. You know it, how I feel. Did yeah. it ruin your holiday? It certainly ruined Saturday night, and I was still displeased right. when I woke up the next morning. But when you opened presents, it was a little better. All right. Well, that's good for you. I'm happy for that. Uh, I had a horrible holiday, <laughs> and I had it because all I did for three days was replay third and 30. I replayed it. Yep. Uh, I watched it so many times that uh, by the 50th or 60th time, I expected them to break up the pass. No, well, they're not going to. I expected them to actually <laughs> knock the Freaking ball away. It's so fun beating this team, man. Yeah. Oh, it's so fun. Yes, it is. It is fantastic. Uh, and what what were, what were the Philly reactions on social media and Twitter that you saw? Anything? Excuse making? We're fine. Look at what we did with Minshew instead of Hurts. It'll be different when Jalen comes back. You see? Yeah, it, it's a lot, a lot like it is with the Cowboys, right? You're going to have a mixed bag where you get the, the – there's a large section of the Philly fan base going like, huh, whatever, y'all, we almost beat you with, with Minshew. We, we didn't even have Hurts. And then there's the the meltdown of like, oh, my gosh, we've been exposed. We will we will never win another game yeah. again. And so it's, it's a lot like Dallas in that way, sort of reflective. But I just love that knowing how much that city hates – hates Dallas like like it's not just Cowboys to to Eagles it's like Philly just hates Dallas and to know that their entire Christmas Eve like they went to go open presents coming off of that loss that's <laughs> yeah. wonderful even though they're what 13 and 2 now I mean they're like a great season but Look, they lost as, to Dallas and that means everything to them there there's a there was a documentary a number of years back called uh I hate Dallas or something like that it's a Philly fan documentary it's actually really good and they had said back when it was a 16-game schedule, they were like, I'd rather go 2-14 and 14 and beat the Cowboys twice than go 14-2 and two and lose to them twice. <laughs> wow. yeah. And that little coward, LaShawn McCoy, went hiding. I'd have more respect for you if you actually owned it on Twitter, but he was dead quiet on Christmas Eve. Then he woke up and said, Merry Christmas, and then said, Sheesh, Tua looks super accurate today. He's on fire. And, of course... Because Shady said it, two of them throws three straight interceptions and he gets put in concussion protocol. Then great weekend with family and some great football. And retweeted numbers about Josh Allen. Coward! What a coward. And yesterday he didn't completely own it on FS1 with his TV show. So there it is. Sean and Bobby here on DFW Sports Station. Thank you for spying Peyton. Jerry Jones live at 8.30. But... We have some more around the NFL to get to. Did you check out Monday Night Football? And Tom Brady with a pretty firm answer about retiring or not. Around the rest of the NFL. Then Jerry Jones right here on The Fan. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever. Or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Takes the knee and the Chargers are in the postseason for the first time in Justin Herbert's career. An embrace with DeAndre Carter. Good Lord. What an ugly game. <laughs> Horrific offensive football to start off. The Colts are unwatchable. Uh, they're 4-10. and ten. Nick Foles this time started for them. He threw three interceptions, but the Chargers are officially in. They win 20-3 to last night. That was the call on Chargers radio. Was the Derwin James hit a no-doubt ejection? Um, By letter of the law, yeah. Because it feels like, I've only watched it a couple times, it looks like I could I argue like he made contact with like the shoulder pad first or he tried to I don't think it was like a head hunting intention. No, but again, I think by the letter of the law, the way he like dips down, the way he like dives his head down at the end, or, or just not even his head, like you say, maybe his shoulder pad or whatever. Just the way that he he dives and he's like a missile. I understand that they're gonna flag it and, and they're gonna toss him out. Is it fair? No. Like, I mean, there's been so much worse that's you know, been let go over the years. But given where the game's at today and the way they call things, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, he was like a heat-seeking missile live. It, it's it's tough to watch in full speed. Mm-hmm. And, like, full regular speed. The receiver actually got up quick. They took him to the medical tent. Uh, but there was Derwin James ejected for that. People are trying to bring up whether Mac Jones is a dirty player now. Oh, yeah, for that little slide cut he made uh, blocking on the uh, the interception return. Yeah, there was uh, – I saw a couple – like, and there were – it was interesting. There were, like, NFL offensive linemen I saw. Like, I saw Titus Howard from the Texans weigh in on it, and he said dirty play. And so, like, there's a, a lot of guys who – you know, you remember the, the blocks were getting a lot of criticism early in the year, like, which was the one on Thibodeau. That it was like, throw him out of the game forever. Whoever had tweeted that, I can't remember who that was. But um, a lot of those happen on blocks. So to see an offensive lineman who knows what a clean block is and a dirty block is and is usually being accused of that, for him to come out and say, that quarterback just made a dirty play, I think that that says something. Shannon said he needs to be suspended. He could have blown that guy's knee out. That's Shannon Sharp on Mac. It's very unnecessary timing with it. Like, Cincinnati was scoring on the play. And there's Mac. It doesn't look like the cleanest maneuver right there. Boy, he's had a bad PR year for, like, yeah. where he was considered last year. And just like, oh, he's look at him. He's just. He went from, like, the cute Pillsbury throw boy, <laughs> rest in peace, Jared Lorenzen, to, like, whiny-looking malcontent. Yeah. Like, acts almost like he's he's Brady. Yeah. Like, he commands the room like Brady without any of the skins on the wall. Speaking of Brady, I guess on the Let's Go podcast last night, uh, he was asked, and I'm surprised he hasn't been asked about this a lot more, are you thinking about retirement? And he said, I really don't. Actually, they asked if he is contemplating retirement, and he said, I really don't. So that's maybe Tom setting it up for next year. As RJ says, 
Can't just get divorced over one year. No, gosh. If you knew like you were two months to the end, you'd be like, let me see this. Or you'd be like, I'm not going to hang around for just two more months. It was so awkward listening to in the post game after beating the Cardinals on Sunday night. I want to thank my kids and my parents. And he's just ripping down the whole family. And I'm like, is he going to say Giselle, a former wife, ex-wife? Like all my loved ones. He's just going through the laundry list. Did he say Bridget Moynihan, his first ex-wife? I did not. Hear him say, Bridget. So see, uh, he's just being consistent. Moyne ahead. All right, let's fly through the rest of the NFL schedule. Bills clinched the AFC East. They beat the Bears. It's a close game. I mean, the Bears were up 10-6 at halftime. Uh, the Saints were down, and Deshaun Watson wanted no part of that cold. Bruh. I'm glad. I hope he freezes to death over there. It was minus 23. Jeez. Minus <laughs> 23. And he had been quoted as saying he hates the cold. He hates it. He looked like he wanted no part of it. The Saints beat the Browns. No one's talking about the way Deshaun is playing so far for them. Awful. Awful. Now, you know, I was willing to give it a break the first game, maybe first two games. Now you're dealing with weather. uh, But, man, the numbers are not good. He threw for 135. 135. I meant freezing to death, not like die, just so you know. Just, you know, like I'm freezing to death over here. It's a saying. Uh, Chiefs beat the Seahawks. Man. Uh, Seahawks plummeted. I cursed them when I put them in the power rankings. 24-10. Uh, Vikings beat the Giants on a bomb from Greg Joseph. Uh, the Giants are still in the playoffs, though, right now. They can lock it up week 17. Uh, the Panthers. Man, I'm so happy for Steve Wilkes. The Panthers had 240 rushing yards at halftime against the Lions. Awful loss for the Lions. Here are the Lions. Once again, one of the stories of the league. Oh, playoff contender. They're dangerous, and they lose to Carolina 37-23. The Panthers are 6-9. and nine. Yeah, you want to talk about cursing a team. R.J. Choppy went and, and cursed the Detroit Lions with his uh, <laughs> yeah. putting them in the, in the top five. They go ahead and just, my word, th- this is the, I think it was the fourth time this year Detroit's given up at least 250 rushing yards. They wow. have just been brutal. They gave up 320. I think Carolina had 263 at half. It's just, all, but I mean, the Panthers coming on strong. And yeah, you're absolutely right. The way Steve Wilkes got a raw deal in Arizona. That was awful. Cliff Kingsbury came open. They they got stars in the eyes and thought about, oh, we compare him with Kyler. This, and he got, he got shafted on that one. And so I, I really do like seeing the success he's had stepping in for Matt Rule. Unwatchable game as the Ravens beat the Falcons with Huntley versus Desmond Ritter. 17-9. Lamar has missed the last three. The Ravens are 10-5. They're 10-5 playing these games without Lamar. John Harbaugh, hell of a coach. I mean, they're getting the same production out of their passing game, so <laughs> I don't know that it's that surprising. 9-17, 115 yards, a touchdown, no pick. Sounds like a Lamar Jackson stat line. What about the rushing yards, Bobby? He rushes for 100 you know, mm. you, you just discount that. Rushing stats apparently are not a category unless Dak does it for six around the corner. 49ers over the Commanders. Didn't say that at all. 30 set, you would have. Uh, <laughs> 49ers 37 20. And then Josh Jacobs was like really distraught as the Raiders have pits. Oh, Raiders, Steelers. The Steelers score 10 in the fourth. They're seven and eight. Is Mike Tomlin going to avoid under 500 again? As the Raiders lose another heartbreaker, Derek Carr. I don't want to hear any more about Derek Carr from RJ. No more about Derek Carr. Uh, Ten points as they fall to 6-9 and nine on the season. And the Texans beat 
Our Tennessee Titans for Thursday Night Football, 1914. The Texans win. Malik Willis playing QB for Tannehill. Man, the Titans have been... You're, you are catching them at a great time right now. They have been bad lately. Oh, well, my They fell gosh. off a cliff. Oh, it's been bad. It, it was like... Did Philly break them or no? Because it was Cincinnati the week before. They've lost to Cincy, Philly, Jacksonville, Chargers, and the Texans. They've lost five in a row. They were seven and three. All right, there it is around the NFL recap here on Sean and Bobby. We are live. Thanks for joining us for a Tolo Tuesday. We have Falling in Reverse and Papa Roach tickets to give away this hour. This hour for you sticking with us through the holidays. But next, let's celebrate that win over the Eagles with Jerry Jones live on the fan right after this. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. It is now time for the Hall of Fame owner and general manager, Jerry Jones, to celebrate what happened on Christmas Eve on your home of America's team here with Sean and Bobby on 105.3 The Fan. And Jerry is brought to you by Ford, built for Texas, built for you. Good morning, Jerry. How you doing? Hey, good morning. And uh, headed into the new year, flaming, <laughs> excited. You uh, Good to be on with you, Sean, Bobby. And uh, let's uh, let's go to Nashville. Yes, sir. W- would a loss have affected your next thirty six hours? Would it have affected Christmas Eve and Christmas Day? Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> and uh, uh, <laughs> the uh, am I biting your one liners already this morning? <laughs> no, but uh, no. uh, I'd cancel. I think I'd cancel Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. <laughs> well, look, Jerry. Let's talk about the game. It was a classic. Well, I was so proud of this team, and uh, uh, my hope was that we would go out as a team and really show get uh, show up uh, and do things like we did, come back from adversity, uh, uh, continue to uh, just uh, uh, impose uh, the, the will of, of uh, we've got to hang in here and we've got to win this thing, success. And we did that. And, uh, of course, Dak led the way. 
but I thought we did it in all phases. We were firing at them every chance we could get, and we uh, almost made the big play on special teams, got a little penalty there that uh, pulled that back. But still, the whole game just was one that you're proud of, proud of the way the team uh, overcame its uh, mistakes and uh, just beat an outstanding team. That'll get you ready to play for the playoffs. Yeah, Jerry, let's talk about your quarterback, because last week we were pretty surprised that – your comment made such news that Dak played outstanding against Jacksonville. We were like, yeah, obviously we agree. If he played outstanding against Jacksonville, what was that against the Eagles? Well, I think that everything is relative. Uh, uh, I thought that he did play well against Jacksonville. It's a shame that they ended up uh, uh, with the interception and the walk-off win for Jacksonville. Uh, but uh, he came back today, I mean, uh, uh, Christmas Eve, and showed what happens if you uh, don't make that mistake uh, at the last play of the game. If you make that mistake early, uh, does he have the stability and does he have the will to put that one behind him and go forward? And that showed that in spades. I'm talking about our game against Philadelphia. So, uh uh, two things there. Number one, Jacksonville's got a better team than most of us thought they had, uh, which is uh, credit to them. And uh, secondly, uh, it was good to beat Philadelphia. So we played two good teams here uh, two weeks in a row. Yeah, Dak was special against the Eagles. And to be special, you got to have receivers. Jerry, a lot of questions about CeeDee Lamb throughout the year, all the Amari Cooper comparisons. It feels like he has arrived uh, as a true number one in the biggest moments. What, what what can you say about Lamb's development throughout the year? Well, I think he's accentuating uh, uh, what made him such a great prospect coming out of college. He's uh, outstanding run after catch. I don't think we've seen his best run after catch. Uh, but uh, he also uh, does have a real knack for uh, uh, just uh, – uh, but being in the right spot, he's quarterback friendly. What does all that mean? Uh, he catches the ball. He's very physical. Uh, he turns it up, and boy, he goes to the house when he gets his hands on the ball. And um, those are all things that uh, uh, you want in a receiver. Uh, but uh, he's. I'm really proud for us that these last three ball games that he's just been outstanding and. Uh, not that he hadn't played some good football before then, but you can see it coming. And we've got a lot uh, even better days ahead for C.D. Lamb. Jerry, you uh, you told us on Friday that you expected T.Y. Hilton to be involved and counted on, and there there's probably no bigger time to count on somebody than throwing a ball 50 yards down the field on third and 30. <laughs> uh, just talk about, you know, uh, the, the, the play there and, and what you were feeling going through uh, the emotions you went through on that third and 30. Well, first of all, I see speed. Uh, he's got that. Uh, he's had it, but he's still got it. Uh, and what I saw was savvy and just some combination of natural and experience. You notice he didn't put those hands out uh, way early in his steps with that D-back as they were running stride for stride. Mm-hmm. And, of course, that D-back's looking for him to put those hands out so he can put his hands out, too, at the same time and try to knock the ball away. But he waited until that ball looked like it was right there in front of his eyes before he even snatched it. 
over his shoulder. So that's uh, that's uh, that's veteran receiving at its very best, and of course that takes some skill too. And Jerry, it sounds like he may have a similar impact. Uh, Tyler Smith has just talked about the Jason Peters impact. Uh, and and could we maybe get something similar with T.Y. Hilton helping out C.D. with that knowledge and the other young guys? Well, absolutely. Uh, the uh, And you're talking about Peters? Yeah, the, the impact. Excuse me, I, I didn't follow your question. Sorry. Uh, the impact that Jason Peters has had from a knowledge standpoint with the young guys, it sounds like T.Y. could maybe impart some of that wisdom with C.D. and some of the other younger receivers as a veteran. You, you can't you can't uh, emphasize those points enough. Uh, those veteran players, if you will, in Jason Peters' case, uh, probably a Hall of Famer, and uh, that experience or those uh, uh, techniques that uh, nuances in the game that uh, uh, you just hang on if you're a young player. Uh, that's a big part of it, but. Uh, course what really is important is that those guys can still do it jason peters can really come in there and make uh, uh, make a difference for us and has and will i think before this thing is over we're talking with uh, cowboys owner and general manager jerry jones here on 105 through the fan uh, jerry deron bland as a fifth round pick has just been absolutely fantastic this year uh, had his fifth interception the other day now leads the team um, how how big has his impact been, especially when you consider losing two starting corners? There's not a lot of teams that could weather that with a fifth-round pick stepping in. Well, he physically is an imposing um, uh, uh, D-back, and uh, that's big. But to come in and play with the savvy and uh, the awareness that he's playing uh, is uh, beyond expectation. Well, he's done that. Uh, he's just continuing to get better uh, and uh, uh, to make the plays that he's make uh, uh, that that not only ability to do your job and and be in there and be in the right spots, which is really saying so much in that secondary, but then to be able to make the plays, the significant plays that result in turnover, uh, that's too much. And he's been able to do that for us. And he's an outstanding young player. Boy, my guy, we got him. Yeah, you know, and it's it's not just Deron Bland that you guys were able to scoop up on day three that's had an impact. I mean, you you got Jake Ferguson at tight end. Uh, Damone Clark has played a lot of critical snaps for you guys at, at linebacker. Um, just how how important was the job that your scouting staff did this spring to really identify guys on day three who could contribute right away? Well, I think uh, uh, those scouts are there. They're out there year-round. And they uh, shouldn't be a player that can uh, even spell football in this country that's eligible for the draft that we don't know about. Uh, we've got a very experienced, thorough, and uh, well-coached uh, scouting department led by Will Clay. Uh, and it is important that that information gets there on the day that we make that decision. And so... Uh, they do a great job. That's a year-round management. They're managed uh, out in the fields and their visits with players and, and uh, college teams. And so uh, all of that's uh, a very important part of it. And uh, Will Clay leads that scouting department, and that's, uh, that's very critical. That's a big part. That scouting is a big part of the personnel 
year-round personnel. That's not all of it because we have pro scouting, too. And so that pro scouting has to make a big contribution, and that's how you get a uh, that's how you get a Ty Hilton. Now, Jerry, a couple of our guys from the station came back from the stadium, and they were talking about these cheese steaks. And I was just curious: did y'all serve up a little sirloin with some uh, with some onions and some some queso out there in the spirit of Philadelphia out there at the stadium with these cheese steaks on the menu? Hey, you bet we did. We all know what Philadelphia and cheesesteaks uh, mean, but uh, and I've had my share of them there in Philadelphia too. But uh, I couldn't believe it. And I think we out uh, out Philadelphia, Philadelphia on those cheesesteaks, which is always what you're trying to do, of course. And uh, but um, they they um, they do a great job. And uh, boy, the. If if we could play football as well as we uh, put that uh, macaroni and cheese and uh, cheese steaks and things like that, if we could play football as good as we can fix that food out there and uh, serve them up that hospitality, we'd be a champion every year. <laughs> so, Jerry, how how would you view – we're, we're going to get to the Titans and everything coming up, but how, how would you view a potential rematch that it feels like the entire world would want to see? They didn't have their quarterback – but Minshew, we thought, played very, very well. Uh, you guys have had some issues defensively, but Dak Prescott carried the day. How would you view a potential third game in the postseason with these guys? Well, I'd love it because that means we're uh, more than likely well into the playoffs. And uh, uh, we we should hope that we get a chance to for all realistic uh uh, prediction here, but uh, the bottom line is that uh, I think it does make for an interesting matchup. They didn't have her, but Minshew played outstanding. I, I, I can't tell you how much respect I have for him, and boy, he got that ball out quick and got it on the spot to those receivers, and that was frustrating for our pass rush, uh, but he's a good, a really good, good, good to real good quarterback that can win a lot of games. Uh, but both of us have uh, benefit, do benefit from a heck of a backup quarterback. We've got Rush, and of course, Rush actually in the first game played and uh, pl- uh, played well and can play well. And so uh, both teams are set up real good with our depth at the quarterback position. Now, uh, this matchup is, uh, of course, a must for us because it means that we're advancing, as I said earlier. So. Uh, I'm I'm so impressed with this Philadelphia team. I'm so impressed with our win over them. And it's the depth and it's the uh, continuity they have in their offensive line in particular. But, boy, they've got uh, about uh, six, seven defensive linemen that can all play. So they're going to be a tough team uh, against anybody, including us, in the playoffs if we get there. Jerry, the uh, practice report came out yesterday evening, and uh, Tony Pollard appeared on it. He was uh, did not participate with a thigh issue. Is there any question about his availability for Thursday's game against the Titans? Uh, he looks good for the game. He really does. I know it's a short week, uh, but uh, we don't have him down as a uh, 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 something that uh, uh, we, we're counting on him playing. And you talked about, uh, you know, how, how the Eagles, it, it can frustrate your pass rush when Jalen Hurts is back there. There was a little bit of an issue on uh, on, on Saturday getting to the quarterback with Gardner Minshew back there. There were 
uh, 40 dropbacks for the Eagles. Uh, there wasn't a single quarterback hit. Is is there just is there a way that teams are playing your pass rush now to try and neutralize that, or or, or how do you fix that moving forward, trying to generate that pass rush that was yeah, so strong well, early in the season? Well, let's give Minshew some credit. He was really getting that ball out. But what I was impressed with was how on the money it was when it uh, got to the receiver. And, of course, we were coming and coming hard. Let's, again, uh, their offensive line had uh, had something to do with this conversation. But still, uh, we were putting pressure on him. Uh, we were making that urgency in the throws, and that did help us eventually. And so uh, when you get a quarterback pitching and throwing it out there that quick, uh, what we're doing uh, is going to have to be enough. And it turns out it was. And uh, there's some things that you can do. They schemed us pretty good on a couple of those, uh, uh, the way they were uh, set up their routes. They schemed it real good. Uh, but we can work on that and get better. But, uh, you know, I agree with you. We'd like to have seen them touch that and get on that quarterback a little more. Uh, but uh, uh, overall, I'll take that. I will take that because we were hurrying it up. Jerry, early on in the season, we were having conversations about, you know, the defense being great or special or elite and that maybe they were going to have to carry the offense a little bit. Does it feel like that's flip-flopped a little bit? The offense is now ahead of the defense, and, and that's where we should have a little bit more of our concern for the defense to pick things up as you get ready for the playoffs? It is so close in detail uh, on both sides of the ball. Uh, the the nuances of uh, uh, where uh, an interior down lineman may have lined up or how he was – how he was doing that day against uh, certain techniques, and so um, uh, and then you get into your uh, linebacking, and your linebacking uh, can have a little uh, uh, a little distortion, not distortion, but just have a little be off key, be off timing, and uh, boy, that stuff is so close. And I was in there yesterday watching with uh, Will uh, McClay. Uh, some of our defensive reps there in the game. And you're just so close to having it executed in a way that uh, allows us to get those pressures, allows us to get through there. we just got to continue to strive for that. But uh, we can we can improve technique-wise and maybe even scheme-wise and be better at uh, putting some pressure on that passer. Jerry Jones right here on 105.3 The Fan. Jerry, you, you... – Remember, it's the holidays. Don't get don't get irritated with me, but we got to ask about this sun issue with this Michael Gallup play. We've asked you before about it. People saying, uh, "Why is the sun playing a factor?" You got curtains. Pull the curtains close. Uh, what did you think about that play with Michael Gallup or uh, this issue as it came up again after the Eagle game? Merry Christmas, by the way. Well, Remember that, uh, everybody. <laughs> No problem. Hey, I'm not a bit, uh, uh, but uh, the sun was there for both teams, and so uh, both teams have to look for it. But, uh, you know, uh, <clears throat> we've got about uh, 30 coaches, and so we've got a lot of people, and then they've got assistants. And uh, you don't have any lack of people out there that can tell everybody where that sun is. So everybody knows where the sun is on both sides of the ball. Jerry, uh, how are you looking at just your overall positioning right now? We think 
you're going to be seeing Tom Brady in Tampa. We know that you're in. Uh, with the with the next few games that you have coming up, weighing maintenance and some players resting and working on some different things, just how are you feeling overall right now about y'all's position? I feel, uh, uh, I'm going to knock on wood to say it, but I feel healthy. Now, we were healthy last year, yeah. and we didn't advance past the first round. And uh, San Francisco had everything to do with that. But still, we've got to anticipate that type of game as we enter these playoffs. But we're healthy, and I think we're getting healthier. Uh, we've played more players uh, and we've um, uh, than any year that I can remember. And so uh, we've, uh, I think, availability, which is a big thing in the playoff, is going to serve us well. That could be two games early because we're not in the playoffs yet. Uh, but I really like uh, what we are being tested on right now. These last three weeks for our defense has tested us. Uh, we're having to make adjustment. But as I said earlier, we're really having to, on an individual basis, refine those techniques. Well, that's what happens this time of year. Uh, these guys have been playing uh, uh, 15 games, 16 games. Think of the reps since training camp they've had. And so the players that don't have limitations with injury are better. The young ones certainly are better. They've been through almost two college seasons out there. And so we're an improved team. You can say the same thing about the other teams, but we've got the kind of team in my mind with the mix of uh, the with Dak and with the uh, veterans we've got and these young players. Uh, just look at uh, uh, Smith and uh, Tyler Smith. Uh, he's just he's a much better player. So these guys have a chance to be ready to go for the playoffs. I feel good about this thing. Jerry, uh, you know, last offseason, there were uh, reports about Dan Quinn interviewing for the Denver job. That job obviously just came open again on Monday. Uh, Are you anticipating, whether with that one or just other things coming up, are you anticipating getting some, uh, fielding some coordinator calls uh, from around the league asking permission to talk to your guys? Well, one of the things when you're having success, then you're going to uh, uh, have your uh, uh, what makes you successful uh, looked at by your competition, and that's other teams. And so uh, I don't worry about that. We've got some good rules in place uh, that are very fair to everybody that uh, say when you can and when you can't uh, communicate. If you're a team looking for a coach or anticipating looking for a coach in the off season when you can uh, touch base with a, uh, an active team, whether it's be uh, at the end of the season or in the playoffs. That's a long-winded way of saying that uh, uh, we'll follow the rules. Uh, we uh, obviously uh, I did everything I could to keep Dan last year and we'll feel the same way about it this year. Jerry, last one, because I think this is the only opportunity to ask you for a Titans preview. You got the quick turnaround you got the Tennessee Titans who have been struggling. How are you looking at this one coming up on Thursday night? Well, I think this. Uh, it's good to get back in Nashville. Uh, <laughs> we haven't been there in many, many, many years. Uh, but years ago, I played Santa Claus. We were there on Christmas Eve, and I had these porcelain Santa Clauses with uh, really well done and, and just detailed, unbelievable. And I gave one of those to uh, each of our players 
that were away from their families that night, but I tried to play Santa Claus. <laughs> and so uh, that's that's probably the best part of I remember about that particular game, but that was as far back as Aikman. But uh, <laughs> I'm excited about playing over there. It is a short week. It is a short week. But what is exciting is that, uh, uh, make no mistake about it, uh, they've got some, they've got a run game that will test us, really test us, and uh, so all this other stuff aside, we got to stop them. And you can wear the same clothes. You don't even have to take off your boots or your jeans over there walking into the different uh, the different bars, singing. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what. I wish they could reverse it. I wish we could play the game and then open the bar, not have the bars open before the game. <laughs> but uh, but, uh, but I will tell you one thing. I sure uh, love Nashville. I really do and have a, a great legacy. My family has uh, quite a, a background on my wife's side with uh, Vanderbilt. And, uh, a lot of her family have been over there, uh, been at school and long history with Vanderbilt. So uh, we've got a good uh, feeling there. I went over, took my kids over to watch Michael Jackson there at that big stadium oh. there in Tennessee. I think it was Knoxville. I was thinking, I was mistaken here. I was thinking it was Nashville, but it was Knoxville. <laughs> so uh, anyway, got a lot of got a lot of got a lot of ties there. I grew up around the state, as you know, around the state of Arkansas, and uh, Memphis is a, a big uh, uh, connection there, natural. A natural city to work with that central part of the state and of Arkansas, and so uh, I've got a lot of ties to Tennessee. I played a lot of American Legion baseball. I loved it, and we played a lot of ball over there in Tennessee and and around Memphis. So I've uh, got a got a fond memory of Tennessee. Well, look, you allowed us all to celebrate Christmas Eve and Christmas Day a little bit better. It was a classic game. Fantastic. Happy holidays to you and the family. And let's go get another one on Thursday. Thank you for your time as always. Yeah, good to be on with you guys. Bye-bye. Yes, sir. Jerry Jones brought to you by Ford Built for Texas. Built for you. Let's react to Jerry and answer Micah's question about the Eagles. Is it Jalen or is it the system? After the win over the weekend, that's next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.